We're back. And we got a little recap for you. Shit, oh, I just got a text. From Bridger. Oh, God. Says, what's the move, boys? And that's it. I was, let's do Thursday. Oh, that's what he's talking about? I think. Yeah. I think. Just say Thursday. It's too late. I, I'm... It'll take us too long to do both, I think. Yeah. So, plus, if Eric's going to come on, we should we should do it Thursday. This is preview only or recap only episode. Recap only episode. We're recapping. two episodes this week. We're, we're making up for the, for the week we didn't have any. Uh, there you go. Ago. Yeah, this shouldn't take us too long. Uh, the Grasso and Araujo card was very forgetful. Uh, yes, or, was. I think that's a word. Forgettable. Uh, forgettable. There you go. But yeah, anyway. Like this is a card where we'll see one of these fights. Like we'll see fucking uh we'll see um I don't know. I can't remember anyone's name who found it. We'll see we'll see a Sun Sao seven months from now and be like, oh, remember he was a plus three hundred. Uh, yeah, remember when he won? Yeah. Yeah, shit. that was cool. All right, yeah, let's get into it. So first thing is the Askarov Roy Val fight got scrapped, which was very unfortunate because that was the fight that I was probably looking the most forward to. Hundred percent, even including I, the this. This was the most most intriguing fight in terms of rankings and title contention and skill level and all the above. I. Don't know if this is correct, but I believe Askarov missed weight and turned down a catchweight fight. Is that what you saw as well? Yeah, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Usually the person who's on weight doesn't want to do catchweight. But this isn't the first time that Askarov's had weight issues, which is concerning. Um, I don't know. I guess they'll reschedule it. I don't I, I don't feel know. bad I for Askarov. It, it, he's, he'll never get a title shot just because of... His inability to beat Kai I mean, Car France. That and like, I mean, being deaf isn't a help in terms of being marketable. And <laughs> yeah. he has, does not have a big personality. I don't know. He his, he's so good, but he won't. He'll never get like a favorable. Like I, you know what I mean. Like Pantoja is gonna get it. Even if he would have won this fight against Roy Vall, like Pantoja is already next to him. Oh yeah, for sure. Which sucks because if he would have beat Kai Car France, he probably would have fought Moreno for the interim belt. Yeah, but I don't know. Even if they, I mean, probably. I but... mean, they fought before and they had a draw, so that would have. Yeah, you're probably, probably right, but that that was a bummer when I saw that fight got scratched. It was the most intriguing one on the card for sure. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Okay, so I missed these first four fights, so I'm going to need These are the help. only four I really sat down and watched, so we kind okay. of planned this out well. Okay, so I did see the round one TKO by Pete Rodriguez. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so Jackson is he, – he shouldn't he should not be there. He should not it's be not in the safe. UFC. I tweeted – so it's, it's not. He looked – from second one, he looked so lost and did not look like he belonged in that octagon. Rodriguez, I mean, he's a guy. He got knocked out by uh, Jack Maddalena. He, he, but he's a decent UFC fighter. He, he's 
he's average. Any average UFC fighter in that division would smoke Demon Jackson. I think we would last. Mike Jackson. Mike, Mike Jackson. Jackson. Big, big difference. My bad. Difference. Holy shit. Yeah, Mike <laughs> Jackson. I mean, I would also say a lot of uh, welterweights would smoke Damon Jackson too, probably. But Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I think we would last longer against – and this is like I'm serious about this. I'm not – like I'm serious. I think like we he's, would last – Okay, is he the worst fighter on the roster? He might be, honestly. Well, he's friends with Nick Maynard, which I, which is why he's in the UFC. I, which I that didn't looks, know. That explains it. I'm trying to think of who else might be the worst fighter in the UFC. No, but I was saying, um, I think we would last longer against Mike Jackson than Mike Jackson lasts against Pete Rodriguez. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. A minute and thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah for sure. Easily. For sure. I'm. I'm. I think. I think it beat him. Honestly. Uh, okay, I'm starting to think about it. Do we, have, the bad do we get a fight just, camp? Do I get a fight camp leading up to it? You get uh nine weeks. Dog, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking about like even though that this guy might be the worst fighter on the roster, like he still has enough experience doing it that like he could beat the shit out of someone like me. Yeah, but could you last a minute thirty against him? Ah, oh, that's I don't know because. I don't think I take punches very well, my man. <laughs> I think my seven-month tenure as a jiu-jitsu practitioner would uh, help me, I think. I think I could last a minute 30. Your your hockey time. toughness would prevail. Yeah, I, think my, I, I don't last, have that. I don't have that. I, I think pussy. a minute 30. I think I could last a minute 30. It's Mike Jackson. For sure, for yeah, sure. I mean, I don't. I can't think of anyone who's worse just because the bad fighters just I forget about until I see them on a random fight night card. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, or I see them fighting... Uh, at Jorge Masvidal's um, fight promotion or whatever the fuck. Exactly. Or if, if, we're, if we're talking UFC, e- though. They're, they're an Eagle FC. If we're talking just like straight UFC, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. The So he leaned. So, yeah, the, for the for the whole fight, it was just a mismatch. And you could tell and you could you could, you know, feel a knockout coming. And it was more brutal than I expected it to be. He it was literally nasty, went dude. right into a knee. He ducked right into a knee and it was very violent i mean pete rod did what he did what he had to do as a huge favorite so shout out to him for that he's got his first career win in the ufc i actually so don't cool. think he's that bad he's probably not i mean he came in on like five days notice against uh della madalena who we think is, is good mm-hmm. so like that's that's a tough draw your first fight so maybe you know maybe he gets another win we'll see he did what a minus 600 favorite should do. Yes. Knockout in the first round. He Okay. I mean, and also to be fair, the last dude that Mike Jackson fought failed to do that. So That's what I'm saying. He's better he than might, that guy. He might be good. All right. Tyra. He might be good. Okay. Did Vargaro look good at least? Yes. Okay. He just got, he just got caught in a sub pretty much. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I think, so Tyra is good. Right. I think Vergara I think Vergara is good. That that's what I take away from this fight. So, here, you know so here's more what for happened. sure that Tyra's good though. Like it, I th- I don't see Tyra or Vergara is very very tough. He is very hard to put away. He's yeah. a guy that you will very very rarely see get ran through and just put away. He's he probably not going to be a favorite there. a lot. Exactly, but I think I think we're going to see a lot of dog value on him in the future. I'm not out on Vergara by any means. Um 
he he's won as a dog already uh in the UFC. He won a round against Oday. And in this fight, the uh, Tyra just took him down and and it was a mismatch on the ground. On the feet, it was even. Yeah. It, it, it might Vergara might have gotten the better of the exchanges on the feet, but when it went to the ground, Tyra was just dominant. But then again, Vergara was in a lot of bad positions. He was in mount. Uh, Tyra had side control a lot, and he was controlling him for a lot of the round. And Vergara was was see my one of my biggest pet peeves in UFC is when someone is on the ground getting controlled, and they just kind of accept it and don't try to get on their feet. Vergara right. was trying the whole time to get out of there. He was yeah. fighting smart. He was, he was defending well. Tyra was trying a rear naked choke for like the whole entire second round and couldn't get it in. And the arm bar was because, if I remember correctly, Vergara like tried to escape and then just got caught. And it was it was pretty deep. And it was um for from Vergara standing up and yeah, okay. Tyra, I, you know, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um but yeah, Ty, uh, Vergara is very tough. I don't think his stock goes down at all. I think these odds were accurate for how the fight went, though. Basically, what well, we we kind of said that when we were talking about it too, like both these guys are promising, but like Tyra's a whole like he's promising in a completely different way than Vergara. He is, like, but but he's still a little too young for me to really put all my chips yeah. in on on Tyra. Right, like I, he's, his, he's got some he's got some his, growing to do. His stand up game isn't very impressive. He didn't really stand out. Um, and if he gets, but when he gets you on the ground, it's, um, that's where he thrives. If he struggles to get someone there, I could see him having some difficulties, but I see him having, I, I think he could beat most, if not all unranked fighters in that division. Gotcha. He's two and oh now, like he's just going to keep getting, this, this is flyweight, right? Yeah. So just, yeah, a, I mean, Tyra can be ranked in I no mean, time. There's not that's, that many. Yeah. That's the thing. The unranked flyweights out there for him to beat but and not many pose this kind of threat on the ground right so yeah definitely a name to keep an eye out for would love to see i mean maybe you just give him a ranked guy like he he could i mean yeah i i think for sure he could beat every unranked flyweight right now i think he could be ranked he could beat some ranked flyweights it's tough with flyweight because it's really not deep and right. that's what i'm that's my point like it won't take him very long to crack the ranking. You know? No, it won't. But I think there's some once you get up high and like higher up to the higher end flyweights, there's like there, there's gonna be a power um, disadvantage for Tyra. But he's 22, so who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. True. Good win. It true. was a good, good finish and a good yeah, win. two and on the UFC. Good shit, Tyra. Okay, I have a very uh, pivotal question to ask you. Okay. Is Sam Hughes good? Sam Hughes, yes. Okay, talk about it. I didn't get to see any of this fight. This is just a classic Sam Hughes performance that just landed flat, if that makes sense. The first round was very, very even. Let's keep in mind here, Sam Hughes is a plus 150 dog in this fight. Right. First round, very, very even. Rodriguez got a takedown. Sam Hughes got up almost immediately, and that's the only big thing that happened. So I think that's why they gave Rodriguez the round. The second round was also very even on the feet, but Rodriguez got like four takedowns, but each takedown, Hughes, Hughes got, got up. right back up. 
the third round, oh. he was just had that classic round where she was piecing her up, walking her down. She was shooting for takedowns and he was won the third round. Hughes always wins the third round. Like if it, if it gets that far, she'll win it. I thought there was a potential for Hughes to win the first because it was so close on the feet, but it was 29, 28 for Rodriguez. Sam Hughes. Oh. Here's the thing in terms of skill set. No, I don't think she's that good. That. I just need to be honest. Is she the female CJ Vergara? No. Okay. It's a little different. I mean, she didn't get finished. <laughs> true, 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 true. But here, but I mean, it's it's very it's similar though. No, I, I see your point. It's very similar. But Sam, I, I think I think what's different about this is you don't see this often within women's fighters where Right. I, okay. I see. You know what, what I'm saying, saying though? Yeah. Like when they're losing a round or uh two like i think sam hughes had so she's won two rounds she won two fights for this i think in both those fights she lost the first round she lost the first round in this fight and she gets better as the fight goes on i think her heart and skill level are very different she wins fights based purely off heart and just dog not because of the skill set sam hughes got that dog in her he does bro sam hughes does have that dog in her it's just it like every time though she gets stronger as the as the fight goes on, it's someone who I like to bet on. They never go away. You know what I now mean? Now two and four in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> it's but you know what I mean. It was she was, it was never over. Like I had my money on San Hughes, and it was never over. She was that, coming that, forward. Okay, that makes fun. That makes it fun. It does I, make it fun. I'm I'm not out either. Especially I'm not. In, I'm not um, saying she's gonna fight for a belt, you know. What oh I mean? no, dude, she's seven and five in her career. Like, no way. But I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, no skill set wise, not that great. She's got pillow hands. I gotta say, I'm I'm gonna keep fading Rodriguez probably because she didn't impress me. She. It sounds like she did the same thing that she basically did against Kay Hansen in her debut. Just like barely beating these mid fighters. Yeah. I don't want to like bitch at the the decision at all, but I feel like getting up from a takedown that did nothing should count for something. I mean, Rodriguez had zero control time. I don't know. I feel like, I guess in a close fight that matters, but I don't know. I don't know. I would, without watching it, it's hard for me to like chime in. So Rodriguez had five takedowns and two minutes of control time. So more than I remember, but still, off five takedowns. What? That's like less than. That's like that's like twenty seconds per or whatever. Um, I can't twenty five seconds. Twenty four seconds per takedown. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. Samuel's be back. Yeah, not not too worried about it. Definitely, she'll be back as a dog. Rodriguez. We don't have a current record, but I don't think the boxed up bump has been doing very well as of recently. No, it's it's been real cold because it was the boa the week before. I've ever since we had Ode and Loopy together, I think it's just and Gamrot. Oh, oh, I know what you're saying. Loopy and Gamrot, yeah, that or Loopy and Ode, that was tough. That's when it kind of has started to uh plummet to put it lightly, but it'll be back. Oh, we also had Chris Curtis. Oh man, I'm starting to think about it now. We had some free pad. Yeah, 
well, then we put Costa in at like minus four hundred. So we need to do more of that. I think. Hey, that hey, it counts. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got to agree with those dog boxed up bumps. Um. Okay, burrito round one choke. I didn't see it, but okay, I think he he's good. That's all really needs to be bounced said. back. I mean, but I mean, he he's two and zero in the UFC now, I believe. Yes. Yeah, not much else to say here. He's good. I didn't see the fight, so I can't speak much about it. But yeah, I think he's good. Yeah, two and zero yeah, UFC. Yeah, it did what he needed to do. Good One job. thing I do want to touch on though. So you know the the Twitter account that like takedown defense that basically posts all the finishes. Like there's an account that just like posts all like the finishes. It's called takedown defense. Yeah, it's a weird account, but you know how the UFC isn't allowed to because of whatever reason ESPN like fin- reasons yeah the finishes don't come out right away that's the only account that i've found that that does that i so, i've seen a few who but usually the ones that i see like it gets taken down like the next day. exactly and that's what i'm saying this account that has been doing it for like months now i've just looked and all the ufc clips are gone so I'm, wouldn't that's... you okay this is another thing that i'm just gonna complain about the ufc real quick wouldn't you want more people to see that like Hey, there's this great finish that was on this fight night that no one's watching. Let's tweet it out so people yeah. can see it. It's nope. stupid. Yeah. I know I, Barstool always posts it and then it gets shut down in like 10 minutes. Like afterwards. Right. Like, it's so what dumb. What are we doing here? But it's so dumb. The the list goes on of just stupid shit that the UFC does. Yeah. Um, okay, this is when I started watching. So I saw the rest of these fights from here, and boy oh boy, do I wish I spent my time doing anything else, pretty much. Okay, that's a little harsh, but it was not good. Jacob Malkoon, good call. Uh, Bridger convinced me. Uh, We were kind of coin flippy on this. Bridger said, Malkoon decision. I said, that was what my instinct told me. All I needed was some, some backup on it. He gets the unanimous decision. I'm pretty sure... I didn't have the volume on, and I was day drinking before this, so I was pretty mm-hmm. in a box. That's why I missed the first four fights. Um, but it looked like Maximov had gotten hurt, like hurt his leg in one of the either the first or early second, and it kind of limited him. Um, at least that's the vibe I got. But Malkud just there's no threat of a finish there at all. Hindsight, this was the play. Based off Malcoon's performance against Brandon Allen and having and seeing Brandon Allen perform like he did the week before, I think that's a very good loss for Malcoon. Mm-hmm. And Max Moffing choked out like he did. He did beat Soriano, which is a good win. But not. I think it is. I, I this, that was part of what I was saying last week. I, don't, I think Maximoff's still overrated. I don't think Maximoff is very good. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. He might yeah. be bad. Malcoon is not going to be exciting ever, but like he's now three and two, and the UFC could be four and one. So like, yeah, he might be sneaky. Hey, this might be okay. Hear me out. Maybe he he's definitely not as elite, but maybe he's like a one eighty five Bilal. Type. I knew you were gonna say Bilal. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I oh knew baby, it. it's Bilal Muhammad. I didn't want to say it because I, if you weren't saying it, I didn't want to like say it and remind you of him. But 
Sure. It's bull all so fight he, week. So, he, so he's the most boring uh Bantamweight or what, what what or welterweight. What division is this? Middle. Middleweight. He's the most boring middleweight in the division. Maxwell's a middleweight, really? Jesus. That's shocking. He's big. He's big. He dude. seems he seems smaller than that. I don't know. Maybe misremembering him wrong. Dude. Yeah, Maximoff. It might be fade Maximoff next time. Or ne- I mean, he Ooh, next depends. win is a, nah, it's not a must win because he's got the Diaz army behind him. But they'll keep him in the UFC until he, you know. I, I think him. he's good enough to get like to beat a few guys. Like I don't think oh, he's yeah. like give him like Cody Brundage or like... be Soriano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's big time. Dude, Soriano's, I think you're wrong about that, bro. I don't think Soriano's very good. <laughs> all I can for... think about now that we brought it up, though, is that it's Bilal Fight Week. That's all I care about right now. So I, I'm so oh, excited for Soriano's, wait, dude. Soriano's so, next Muhammad fight. I can't wait. Win me so much money on Saturday, and so I can just laugh in your face. Soriano's right. two and two in the UFC with two knockouts, and he has two decision losses. Who are the Brandon, losses to? Brandon Allen and Nick Maximoff. Who are the wins? The yeah. wins are against Dusko Tudovorek, who we'll get to, <laughs> and Dalka. And Dalcha. Yeah. Uh, he's not good. I think he's good. All right, let's get out. Let's keep moving. All right. Mana Martinez wins a split over Brandon Davis. This was a pretty close fight. But it was close in like the opposite way of how we say two bad dudes fighting each other should be an under. It was close because like they were just having a mid off for the, the philosophy time. didn't work. Yeah. So um, Martinez probably stole the fight in the second. I think when he got real close to finishing Davis, it stole him the round and probably the fight. I'm remembering correctly. I, I don't know, but see this fight. did you see? Did you see how the UFC uh, banned fighters and coaches and stuff from gambling? Um, yeah, it's bullshit. Fights. So James Krause is Martinez's coach, and I don't know if you've seen James Krause going on like the aerial show and whatnot. He talks openly about like betting on fights and mm-hmm. stuff. So in after the second round. And this may be where I'm misremembering a little bit where the fight was at at this point. But I thought Martinez, like Martinez just almost finished the dude. Like he was doing really good. He came back to the corner. Have you seen this clip of him yelling at him? And like he gets back in the corner and James Krause is just lighting him up. Like for not finishing him. Yeah. And for like saying that he's like fucking around out there when he just had like a really good round. Just saying, you probably had a bunch of money on him by finish. Well, and then two days later, it's like, okay, like no more gambling because the dude, the coach who talks about gambling all the time, was like had a hot mic on the stream and was like teeing off on this dude for no reason. I kind of love that take because I I I I it's not my own take. I saw someone saying this. Right, I know. In general, like the take, I don't see gambling on yourself like or on other fighters if you're a fighter to be a problem unless like things like this are happening i like th- th- that should not you shouldn't i mean okay look okay we don't know if he was gambling on him you know like let's, right, let's make right, that right. clear we don't know for sure but if he was 
that would be a terrible way to, you know, coach your fighter and whatnot. Yeah. It, like it is a the weird under on him or something. Like... <laughs> yeah. The fucking underlay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, you're forgetting about the underlay. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll get to the underlay, but yeah, I, so if Kraus was, then he, he, he should not be doing that. But it, yeah. but it, it's a weird sequence. It's hard not to think he was considering the sequence of events of the gambling guy coaching, getting mad at the fighter, and then gambling gets banned two days later. Right. Because nothing gets by Dana. Like, there's still ways to do it. You know, like this, like it's technically banned. Yeah, pull other, out DraftKings, bro. No one's going to know. Unless you're fucking Calvin Ridley. Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to like gamble on shit. Calvin really is rich. Falcons are 6-0 against the spread. Are they really? Yep. Like the third, fourth team ever to start six games with covering the spread. So, uh... Mark Mariota. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I don't know. If I was in the UFC, I'd probably gamble myself every time. See, I'm fine with, like, betting on yourself, but, like, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, what would be easier, betting on myself and going and winning a UFC fight or betting on myself to get knocked and then just letting myself get knocked out and get a bunch of money from my bet? Well, that's the thing. I think that's it's kind of smart, and I always felt it was kind of weird. I, I like it, but I always felt it was weird that the UFC allows it, and I, I love it because fighters betting on themselves, that's funny. It's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially you know? when they lose. <laughs> and, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But at the same time, there's no way to prevent fighters from throwing a fight. Because I don't think that that's probably has never happened in the UFC. We don't know. Dude, that. I bet it has happened. I it, bet maybe you it has. not. At least it hasn't obviously happened in the UFC. Right. Yeah. But I don't blame Dan and them for doing it just because of that potential factor. Exactly. Anyway, moving on to the main card. Enough about Mana Martinez. Uh, yeah. Brandon Davis. Um, Whatever. Canada is now 0 and 2. And you and you see the third and Malcolm X Gordon is fighting this next week. Oh <laughs> yes, let's go. Canada could be potentially zero and three. And keep in mind, Malcolm Gordon's like plus five hundred. They could be zero and three oh, after can, you said bro, that. I can't lie. I completely forgot that uh, Makayev is fighting Malcolm X this weekend. That yeah. is electric. Yeah, but yeah, fade Canada. I didn't see yeah. this knockout, but I heard it was brutal. He flattened him. Uh, Menafield is a dangerous man, dude. Like he's, he's kind of scary. <laughs> uh, he had a very interesting post-fight interview too. Like he seemed like he was disturbed himself after like completing how the knockout. bad he beat him. Yeah, and after like seeing his last two performances, like I don't understand how this dude lost to William Knight. A year ago, like it doesn't make sense to me. It just takes one from William Knight, or Dude, unless it was a decision. Hold on, let me look at William. Let me see if Knight has a fight schedule. Oh, he Sirkinoff does. Oh, also, yeah, we talked about. Sorry, anyway, sorry. I said Sirkinoff also might be bad. <sighs> I think he's lost three in a row. Sirkinoff is like he's old. Like you know what I mean? Like he's just really old. He's fifteen and eight. Yeah, it's not great. He's fifteen and he's nine now. Row, he's lost four in a row in his last four. In his last nine, he has two wins. Okay, yeah, maybe he's bad. 
and and the, his wins keep getting uh, or his losses i mean keep getting worse and worse i know yeah it's it's just, just he's got to finish three of his last four yeah i think he might be on his way out i mean he hasn't had i mean he started off with four straight wins in the ufc with some good wins in there but overall he's 6 and 7 in the ufc it's weird Serkinov's a guy where you see his name and you think he's good but he's actually not. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's... Like, I bet on him thinking, like, oh, Misha Serkinov, he's probably good. But no, he's lost three in a row. It is a very deceiving Misha Serkinov. Like, you're you're supposed you're to be just, good with that You name. would think he's from, like, fucking... Well, I think he's from Latvia. You're like, oh, like, European dude. Crazy. Yeah. But he's actually from Canada. And then it's like, like oh, oh he's Serkinov, that's a win. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but the, so... name, the, the name fooled me there. I literally saw this name thinking, like, oh, he's, like, money he's, he's really good and then oh no he's he sucks so i think menafield might be good man he's got a he lost obviously the loss to william knight via decision is a very tough look but oh. like osp in 2020 knocked him out like sure like it's osp like he'll do that every now and then and he also lost to devin clark in 2020 but it's like since then he's four and one and He's, he's active too. Yeah, he's very active. He's not young. He's 35. How is he 35? And both these dudes were 35. And let me tell you, Serkinov looks way older than that. <laughs> I love that. He's young. Nope. He's not young. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, never, hey, never, hey, Glover won the belt at 40. Let's 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 keep let's keep it real. Metafield is going to win the belt. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, but He's good, I think. I'm in for Menafield to be good. Yeah. But th- this, uh, was, this was probably a mismatch looking back. Yeah. He's violent as fuck. That's for sure. And we know that now. Um, anyway, let's move it along. Rafael Sunsau back in a big way. Dominated the fight, dude. Like, Henry couldn't get anything going. Um, just the over was a very clear uh, play here or. Either okay, by decision. You don't have to rub it in anymore. No, I don't mean that. Well, you this was a part of the underlay, correct? This was the last leg. I went it went three for three. And this is the last piece of it. It lost in the last leg on this fight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man. But then again, with that being with that being said, it was a pretty good underlay. I mean, look how many what were, were the other ones? I forget now. The other, so there was one, two, there was one, two, three. Four, five unders on this fight, and I got three of them of of my four. Like it was a pretty good. The only other unders that happened was the Swanson Martinez one, and the Tyra Vergara, which were both probably better plays than the Asunso Henry. But I mean, three of four in a in a in a card that had five unders. That's like the closest the underlay has ever been to winning. I know, and it's like the least like the one this week. I'm so confident, in, so. I'm not. I'm. I'm glad it didn't hit. So it's even more due for this next weekend. Um, Dude, I'm really excited to talk about that card. I have some spicy words to say about uh, Sean O'Malley and uh, Caitlin Chukagan. It's gonna be electric. I can't wait. Um, Yes, Asuncion though. This no. This this fight in general. Great for Asuncion. This is a double L for me though. One, the underlay just got ruined because of it, and two, I. I gave a take last week saying a sunset plus 300. Like, where's the love? And I didn't bet on him, obviously. <laughs> Why would I bet right, on him? Though. I was right. No, it feels good to be right. Cause 
plus three hundred. What do we know about what did we know about Henry that he that he won a, a he won a fight he won a good he won a fight against a good opponent, but Asan Sao we can't forget he's you know been in this game a long time, and he's seen more. These guys about the same age, and Henry was putting the pressure on, but couldn't land anything. Asanso got it to the ground a few times, and oh, you it was did cool. see this fight. I yeah, because I needed the under, so I was like oh. watching on my phone. Um, but yeah, Asanso, it's, it's cool to see that he's still you know got some fight left in him because who yeah. knows how longer he'll be fighting. The the books way overcorrected on Victor Henry, and yeah. Santiago, that you were you were spot on with the Santiago take last week. Um, so at this point in the night, it was about I don't know, reaching approaching 7 30, 8 o'clock. It's feeling real nice, uh, real locked in. And the thought crossed my mind said, Slimmy, bet on Jordan Wright. And I was like, Oh, I, I let the intrusive thoughts win. And I did it plus 180. I, I put it in. I was like, all right, he's going to knock Dusto out. And he should have. He, the first round was Jordan Wright's round, and he should have finished him, but he couldn't do it. And that was the beginning of the end as he came out. Was, he looked so bad in the second round, dude. Like, you could you could beat Jordan Wright. <laughs> so I believe that you. was. Don't know what I was thinking there. The under hit. Wait, did it? Did not hit. Oh, it didn't hit. Actually, the over hit. Barely. Dusko ground and pound. Dusko gets another dub. He just keeps beating the worst fighters ever. He 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 gets wins. Can't can't deny him there. Three and three in the UFC. And Jordan Wright's what like three and four now. Ooh, I don't even know if he's that has that many wins, dude. This was battle of the mid for sure. Okay, so yeah, in the UFC two and four in the UFC, that's not as bad as I thought. But he's lost three in a row in yeah. pretty hilarious fashion. He, he might he might be done soon. Like <laughs> the Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> bad nickname. Bad nickname. Yeah, yeah. I didn't nothing see else one. to say. Both yeah. these dudes are mid. That's it. We'll see him in another fight night in four months. Maybe not Jordan Wright. He, he might get cut very he soon. He might be fighting for fucking LFA before the end of the year. Um. Okay, Jonathan Martinez. Leg kick KO of Cub Swanson. He just we just worked it, man. Like it was it was a fun fight to watch while it lasted because Cub was he's obviously not gonna back down he brought the fight the whole time but like mm-hmm. martinez's kicks are something different man like he just landed a few body kicks and it was literally like i flashed back to my mind to when giga kicked cubs liver out of his body and i was like that's the same strike you know we I mean? we, we touched on it last week about how the kicks of martinez and how effective they can be he, they, he almost had a leg kick ko in his last fight mm-hmm. and holy shit they're powerful you saw how much pain cub was when the fight ended it, it it's hard to see Cubby a finish like that. Yeah, uh, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna get a classic Cub veteran win here, but it's cool to see Martinez forming into a fighter that could be ranked or get a ranked fight pretty soon. He's creeping up there. I, I think he should for for sure get a shot at a ranked opponent very soon. Like if he wins his next one, he he could easily get one next. I mean it's bantamweight, so 
There's a yeah. bunch of fights to make. Like you could put them up against a bunch of different dudes, and I yeah, there is. It. But I think I mean I, at this point, I think you put him against someone who you know might be a little more of a pick him, or even throw him in a situation where it might be a dog. So he's proven himself. He's won a decent amount of this. He's won. I think it's his fourth fourth fight, fourth one in a row. Yep. Finishes Cub Swanson. Yeah, give him give him a test. Uh, as for Cub, I mean, he's he passes prime. He'll keep fighting. Probably for a little bit. He he, I don't see him stepping out, real, like anytime soon. I don't know, maybe, mm-hmm. but I see him lasting at least two or three more fights in the UFC. He seems like a guy that'll kind of stretch it out a little bit, and I'm fine with that. He's not getting you know his head knocked in every fight, right? Okay, so I don't know what I just stumbled upon this website and it has the entire flyweight division ranked that's sick uh can you find it for middleweight because i want to see who i could beat yes let me go to middleweight oh who knows what these like sources sources are but it looks accurate i I like like it makes sense to me what i'm seeing so that's promising all right middleweight who's who's number 30 Number thirty at mid. What? Okay, never mind. This is this is not this is not updated. It's RoboCop. This is not updated. Um. Okay, let me go down a little further though, because things. Okay. I'm I'm waiting till I find like the first person I think you could be. Okay. RoboCop number thirty. Is he? I mean, that might not be that inaccurate. How okay, well, above him is Jocko, uh, GM3, Hawes. Okay, Buckley, Fluffy. I feel like that's kind of accurate. It, it's not too bad, actually. Okay, let me see. Robocop um, did lose to Patrice off. Okay, so AJ Dobson, who fights this weekend, is number sixty-four. I don't <laughs> think I don't think you could beat AJ Dobson. I'm sorry. So I wouldn't crack the top seventy. You're saying Darren Wynn, the dude oh, that I think you could handle Darren Wynn. <laughs> okay, Stoltzvus, you could beat. Okay, yeah. What what what's he ranked? Sixty. Okay. Dusko. I oh, I could be Dusko. I think you might be for able to sure. beat Dusko. Jordan Wright for sure. Where is he at? Fifty-three. Oh, Jordan. Okay, I I, I could crap. Beat Jordan Wright. Get get number fifty-three. <laughs> um, and then there's some dudes that I just don't even know. <laughs> well, the original play was the original saying. Uh, I think we we're talking about is could I last longer against four random middleweights than Harry Hunsucker? Oh so I think, yeah, if I can hand pick them right now for sure. Yeah, give me Dusko, sure. right, um Stoltzfus and Stoltzfus. Gilbert Urbina. Yeah. I could there last longer. I, I'd lose all those fights, but I'd last longer than Harry Hunsucker did against the four middleweight. Oh, uh, I I might spend some time looking at these rankings because there's some fucking mid, bro. Like Eric Anders is 36. Like that seems a little high, but then I look at it and I'm like, it's actually about right. What's this website called? It's called rankingmma.com. 
almost scour that later. Okay, one more, one more uh, off-topic thing. Let me see, let me see who the worst bantamweight in the UFC is according to this. This would be great for matchmaking. Ooh, okay, yeah, there's some fucking mid down here, dude. Randy Costa is is the sixtieth. There's, there's five worse than him according to this. You know their names. Um, Do you know who Lu- they are? Lu- by remember name? Ludwig from Tough? Yeah. <laughs> Him, Simon Oliveira. He's ring still. Uh, Marcelo Rojo, Fernando, Fernie Garcia, and Jay Perrin, who lost to Roshi Lang last time out. Oh, yeah. He, All right. Not anyway, anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. That's that. I'm going to definitely keep that website in my mind, though, because. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, Grasso beat Araujo 250-45s and a 49-46. I got to be honest, I didn't feel it was like that comfortably uh of like of a lead for Grasso cuz like she wasn't doing anything. Like they were striking, they're having exchanges, but it was like one or two strikes at a time. There's no like sustained combos. Um, Grasso's takedown defense was really good. So that wasn't like that threat was eliminated in like the second round. So like Araujo didn't even try anymore. Um, And Grasso didn't try doing takedowns either because she was content just like pointing jabs at Viviani the whole time. This should not have been a main event. I'm sorry. This no, this is probably the worst main event fight that I've seen. I know you love your girl Grasso, but could not be Amanda Hebos putting on a boring fight. I'll leave it at that. Number two. <laughs> I knew you were going to do uh, Number two. like th- Yeah, it's not boring because she's getting knocked out. Um, By top contenders? I mean, okay. I, I mean, that, I've, I've heard, I've heard is worse what insults. what you call the epitome of a top contender, baby. Yeah, but that fight was exciting. There was excitement in that fight. Whatever, man. No, this okay, I'm playing, but yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Ultimately, <laughs> there, there should not. This should not have been a main event. Um, I don't really understand. Here's my question. This literally just came to my mind. Yes. Why do fight night main events have to be five rounds? Do we do what? Do you want that? I don't know if I want that. I think I'd much rather see Grasso and Ara. I think some maybe, but why can't that be a three-round fight? Just throwing that out there. No, I agree with you. I think... Because think about how many five-round fights you see that the fourth and fifth round is like, why are we still doing this? Volkov gone. Rosenstrike gone. Um, those are the only two I can think of top of my head. But you know what I mean? It's just... Too see heavy if I can weight. find some more examples. Dern yawn. Like, why do we need five rounds to that? I think... Okay, so... I agree. Not every single main event has to be five round fights. Um, And I wish the UFC would play more around with like making non main event or title fights five rounds. Like, yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like Sugar and Jan should be a five round fight. Right. Like I and, you know, it's like it's hard, though, because once you start doing that, then it's like, okay, what criteria are we going to use to say whether if it's whether or not it's going to be three or five? Just eye test. 
Yeah, but then it's like then you put more power into the hands of the dumbass UFC, and I don't want that. Yeah, I, I like this is but the number what? five and six in the division. Like I feel like if it's a top ten fight, like it should be five rounds. Top ten, top ten fight. Give me Casey O'Neill, Andrew no. Lee, five rounds, baby. No, top five. No, top five. okay, there's, top five. Baby. If there's a top five ranked fighter. Then it should be five rounds. I just I didn't watch this fight, so I don't know, but I feel like those the last two rounds are just so unnecessary at that point. Like Grasso. Was, see, but dude, like in my head, I was like, I really don't know what the score is. Like after three rounds, because it's like nothing clear had given it to either fighter. But also, like, if you're breaking it down, it's like sure, like Grasso is landing more effectively and the more damaging shots. So, like that's what won her the fight. But the volume was about the same, and there was like, she like stunned her a couple of times. But like I, I mentioned it last week, like Grasso has next to no finishing threat, which is except for last fight when I bet on it. But no, except you're right about fight. that. Like she has good striking, but not she good accuracy, but not great power. She has submissions, but only when she has you in specific situations where she's fighting Joanne Wood. Um, but in t- like. I don't know. I don't have much to say about the like Grasso. You know, good win, but she's right where she was before. This really doesn't doesn't do much for her. It just keeps that fi- that number five rank spot. She needs to win at least one before getting any sort of title talk. Okay, um, so so here's that kind of brings me to what I wanted to ask you. So this so obviously this week like uh, Furo and Shukagan are fighting. God, you like, love just, this fight. I love this. No, I'm no. Okay, no, I, I know you're going to ask. Like, do, do they get the title shot or the winner of the Valentina Santos rematch? Like, do they get it automatically? Um, I think so. I mean, Chukagan is the I number if, one ranked fighter. If Chukagan wins, she's won like four in a row or something. Yeah, like, like I think you give her another title shot. and Which is stupid. And but... if Shiro knocks off the number one contender, then clearly she's next. Yeah. But like, I just sent you before we started. Murphy and Andrade are fighting each other now, so basically Grasso has to wait for like what happens next there because I don't think she should fight down again. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think she might. I don't, I don't know to stay should. active. I don't think she has to. So like my my dilemma as a this well, fight didn't turn heads though. This is a good opportunity for her to turn heads. And she yeah, and it that. sucks. She didn't, but she also beat the number six. With two fifty forty five, so yeah, that's true. But but, but what does that what, say about what, what, what's, the, what's the problem with fighting down though? If it's if it's a division that's so weak that she'd probably get a pretty easy win. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like so the the people the five in front of her right now are Andrade, Lauren Murphy, Tyler Santos, Shukagan, and Valentina, and I think like realistic Grasso. I think she beats all those fights. I think she could beat Shukagan. Dude. I think she I, could. I don't know. She can do because all Shukagan does is box and all Alexa Grasso does is box. Like she could outbox her one of these times. Like, I don't know, for two No one outboxes Shukagan. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right about that. We'll see. We'll see. I, um, I know firsthand the pain of rooting against one of my favorite fighters against Shukagan, and it's terrible. I think Grasso is an underdog in every one of those fights. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then I look below her, and it's literally like she could beat everyone. 
That's what I'm saying. So what's the problem with just like getting a, a really good win streak going, just like cleaning out the six through ten? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean shit, you're right. But then then uh lurking is Casey O'Neill at 10, Macy Barber, who she already beat at eleven. Oh, Which... I love it. Yeah, lurking is Macy no, Barber. No, listen though, listen, like so we have the top five in this division of Shukagan, Santos, Murphy, Andrade, Grasso. And then there's like Jennifer Maya's in there, like Andrea Lee. Like, I don't think Araujo is like really that good. No. Calvillo's still ranked. But right 10 through 13, O'Neill, Barber, Blanchfield, and Cortez. Like, they're just going to get elevated right up. Well, is, yeah. is Chivas not ranked? She's not, which is stupid. That's flat. She will be in a few months. That's all. Yeah. So he must be 13 soon. And, uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. this is what's going to happen. He was is, is going to win a 29 28 split decision over Tracy Cortez. You and I are going to shake hands about it and just agree that it was a fun time had by all. Then she's going to get ranked and fight Alexa Grasso. And then it's really going <laughs> to test what we're doing here. Okay? Ooh, so. So, so, so Amanda Hebus is my women's fighter, my number one. Is it Cortez or Grasso first for you? It's a, it's a serious question. It's if, I, if I had to choose one, I'd choose Grasso. Yeah, because she's ranked higher. Probably. She's, she's better. Yeah. Um, but like Tracy's like the flashy pick. Yeah. She's got T City on. I'm side. waiting for the odds to come out. For that fight, the Hivas and Cortez fight, it's gonna I'm be a guessing, while. I'm guessing Hivas will be favored. I am too. But I really hope by not. I could see Hivas being like minus like two hundred. I'd not be pissed. I don't see that. Say like minus one thirty. Okay. I think oh, it'll I'd be. I think it'll be close. It'll be I'd close. hammer that. But well, yeah. we'll see. Anyway, that's that's the uh, UFC Vegas sixty two um, recap. Anything else? That we have to talk about. Um, that's about it. I don't, I don't really think I have much else. Um, NBA season started today. Yeah, I don't really care about that. No, NHL care. season's been happening. Oh, Volk is getting getting the winner of. Oh, Charles. Yeah, and I. The... I mean, I'm not mad about it, but. I would have liked him to face like the winner of Poirier and Chandler first. Or is that yeah, disrespectful that's fair. to him? That's fair. Um I I like it just because that, that division I think it's what needs to happen for both divisions. Because if we're looking yeah. at Featherweight looking, for sure. If we're looking at Featherweight, we already talked about how Holloway, Rodriguez, Ortega, Emmett, Cater. Who the fuck knows what's going on? Like, there's no clear number one contender. Well, okay, Cater fights uh, Arlo Allen. Allen next week. Yeah, so... but that's not like a number one contender fight. But it's, it's five, a number it's five versus six. It, it would it would clear it's going to clear them some some things up. But like, I think that when that fight's more important for Allen than it is Cater. But and we'll get to that one. And then Chandler, and then in the lightweight, you've got Poirier fighting Chandler, and they both lost to Oliveira. And then Benil's fighting. Gamera, and then Gaethje just lost. So I think it would clear some things up. But if Volk, so here, here's my. T- I think, uh, I think Volk should want uh Oliveira to win the fight. I think Islam would beat Volk, but I think Oliver, I think Volk would have a better opportunity to beat 
Oliveira in terms of matchup. I have a oh man, dude. It's really hard for me to picture Volk fighting either of them in my mind. Mm -hmm. Cause like all I know is seeing Volk dominate against featherweights. Exactly. But He's gonna I look really small. but in my in my mind, I'm seeing him versus Oliveira, and I just see Oliveira just going to town. But like I But then I like Volk's like really fucking good. Like I, yeah, it it <laughs> it's it's tough. gonna. I mean, it's it's Oliver probably would gonna look happen. huge in there with Volk. Yeah, Ooh, also dude. Volk. Volk also imagine him ten pounds heavier. So like when this fight's gonna happen in like March, maybe. Something like that. I hope Oliver wins, bro. Oh my Oh, god, dude, I can't even tell you. he's gonna do it. The champ has a name, and it's Charles Dubronx. Okay. Yes, it is. I can't believe, like, in hindsight, when we were in Vegas, I can't believe we bet against him as a dog. I That was... I couldn't I mean we did I I needed Poirier to win that fight. That was my guy. It still is my guy. I'm on on the diamond every time. Learned our lesson, though, in the next time against Gaethje. At least I did. I mean I I don't mean know I if mean you you're did. on three betting Oliver. At least I won him when you when you beat Chandler. Hey, fourth time's a charm. No, I'm not making that mistake again, dude. I'm not doing it. Oh, my God. Lot to talk about on Thursday. Uh, Got to do a little bit more research on those, like, prelims. See what... I'll be Maybe, doing no research. maybe I'll be letting not. Eric and Bridger Maybe talk not. about it and me just saying yes or no to whatever they say. <laughs> no research needed. Parlay Bilal. Parlay Oliveira. And... Thank me later. It's a big week, okay? It's bull. It's bull off fight week. I'm saving it for Thursday. Okay, we'll I'm be gonna back. beat your ass. We'll be we'll be back Thursday with the UFC 280 preview.